0: Of the New Year's episode, Unashamed and Unafraid. We're happy that you're here joining us. So we've had another great year. We have a ton of the team here. Um, so happy that they're out here. James and Chris, of course.
1: Woo! What's up?
0: Uh Jason has been on good behavior, and so we've let him on the other side of the microphone. Darth Vader audio. Yay! We have Sway,
2: creative what director up? guy.
0: What up? Um, we have Jane, who's a new member of the team. Say hi. Hi. You'll be hearing uh, more from Jane on some different episodes that we've already recorded. And we know we're coming out in 2023. And you also have Corey, who's the head of our scholarships, hiding from us because he's actually asleep right now and doesn't want us to see him in bed. So, Corey, what up? Hey, guys. And one of our new fearless leaders, the general who's organizing this movement and doing so much behind the scenes and is all embarrassed and doesn't want to be on this side of the mic. Jaron, what's going on? Lots of love. There it is. See, there's that sexy voice again he's got. <laughs> All right. So um, if if this is your uh, first time joining us on the New Year's episode, um, we like to um, have some gratitude um, to be a part of what we're doing here and just to reflect on what's happened in this last year. Um, if you don't know, we're a 501c3 nonprofit, which didn't start that way. It started with me taking my MacBook and no microphone to Chris and autumn's house to record a recovery story. Cause we thought there needed to be more hope now tool team. There's actually 20 on the team, which we're going to bring up later. Um, and, uh, so much has happened. So we just have a ton of gratitude and we want to share that with everyone. And for sure, I want everyone to see some of the hearts um, and the efforts that go into this, uh, Our team's the best. Awesome. So we'd love for you to reach out. So if anyone here that you're listening to, um, they do have an email, you can go to the website and find their email. So if any member of the team feels like someone should pray for you, connect with or whatever, we invite you to totally reach out to them and connect. We love to hear from people, pray for people, help support people in their recovery. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening and, and what's touched our hearts. So to start at the top of the hour, we're going to ask one of the best questions. What was your favorite episode this year this is the part where the team hurries and grabs their phone realize they're not actually subscribed to our podcast puts it in the search pulls it up and then decides (laughs) which episode is their favorite so mr james um favorite episode this year
1: i believe my favorite episode this year was uh codependence with mr mark Pimsler.
0: give us a 30 second why that was your favorite
1: um, one, uh, just, I love Mark Pimsler, good friend of uh, yours and mine. Um, and he put in so many years of his expertise and is able to just boil that in down into some very solid and concrete sentences. He's a great teacher. Um, and the principles that he talks about, obviously with codependence, it, it can feel like such a sticky and hard topic to untangle and figure out and be like is this codependence is it not and he has just so many great tips and pointers in there to really help us kind of pull all that apart and really get to the point.
0: Amen.
3: Mr. Chris Hulk of Hope, your favorite episode was I would say Smith's episode. I d- the guy is young and his heart is alive and this guy is on freaking fire. And he really understands recovery and what that looks like. And he understands how to help people get out of their addiction and just really start looking at their lives differently. And he lives that message very, very well. And it's just awesome to watch that guy share his story across the country in so many different ways and the way that he speaks, jumping on our podcast with us. And he's just amazing. Dude
0: is for real.
3: Yep. Mr. Sway. So I'm
4: gonna go another Mark Pimsler episode with expectancy versus expectation. Um, that episode this year has been particularly poignant for me and my um, in my recovery and in my uh, just in my relationship with my wife and um, and and a lot of other people in my life as well. Um, so just the whole idea of, um, being able to be vulnerable and hope, have hope for something and yet expect nothing in return and be able to live and love with just complete abandon, um, and not worry about what's, what, what's going to happen, um, not allowing, my not allowing expectation to creep in and be the driving force in my life. Rather just live the, you know, fullest I can.
0: Love
5: it. Mr. Jaren, the general. So I, for me, uh, this year has gotta be, uh, episode number 65, our very own Jarrett Jarrett's story who is uh, also part of our unashamed unafraid team you know i have uh, i have young adult children and uh in uh in my church i work with uh, the youth and he just gave such great perspective for somebody in, in not, not only for my own life but just uh just uh, understanding uh, what it's like to be young in and dealing with uh, with the trials and the tribulations that are in in our in our lives right now and in our in our kids' lives, and so hearing his story, hearing his perspective on God and who God is to him and how he views addiction was just
0: incredibly powerful. Amen. Great. Amen. Darth Vader of audio, Mr. Jason. All right, so can we double up
6: because there's only 11 episodes this year because somebody didn't edit enough of them. So... <laughs> Who was that? I don't, hey, I don't, hey, hey,
0: I don't hey, hey, hey! We do we do confessions for our mistakes at the end, guy. So <laughs> oh, just tell us your favorite. Right. Episode. All right,
6: I'll, I'll keep it. At, so mine was expectations and with, expectancy with uh, Mark Pimsler because sitting there recording it, honestly, like I didn't get it. I wasn't really into it and I didn't really understand what he was talking about the whole time. I'm like, this is a dumb, lame, boring episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it was all going over your head. And then
6: like, and then I edited it and then we posted it and I went, holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it just, it sunk so deep. Um, so much of that was, was what I've been dealing with. And, and, uh, just that idea of like, I can't, I can't expect, I, I don't know. I, I I can't put it into words, but it was really, really hit home, hit home for me.
0: I want you to know all I heard is that you think me and Kayla are boring. So <laughs> you are uninvited over for Sunday dinner. Jane, favorite episode.
7: Well, I have to go with my kid. I'm like absolutely my favorite. Amen. <laughs> but <What? just> also <laughs> Yeah. Jared, Jared, Jared. Uh, to big, to piggyback on Sway and Jason yeah no, no no
0: no 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 either you are codependently picking your son's episode because as I a am. mom you feel guilty not saying it and Absolutely if it is not. you have to name that as your favorite okay or you have to actually name your favorite episode and we all my, know you still love your son
7: my actual favorite episode was Jarrett's bonus content tell us why because he does a shout out to his mom
2: <laughs> that's,
5: that's, so awesome. that's real life right there so, so
1: it's all about you Jane
7: it's all about me
3: hey, at least you're honest
7: thank you Chris
1: hey. hey I just wanted to shout out Jane right now she is amazing
0: <laughs>
7: Jane elevates all
1: of our
0: game she is though yeah she is Jane is number one thank Jane you. for president okay Mr. Corey
2: all right Episode 67, The Magician, Magic Mark, talking about codependency. Um, I was able to witness The Magician firsthand and have seen um, just how he changes lives, moves mountains for people. So that one was huge.
0: I'm just letting that sit so everyone puts two and two together. Because that felt very tender to me. So thanks for sharing.
1: You're welcome. And there were so many good episodes this year. Like I'm looking through the list, and I'm like, my good buddy Mike. You know, and well, if, you, like, oh, if you're
0: okay, James, if I share my favorite episode,
1: I I think that would be fantastic because we're just narrowing down to like, well, it's Jarrett and Magic Mark. So I mean, come on, let's let's hear some more, Steve.
0: Well, I I am going to uh, actually. I was already thinking what James was saying before he said it. So this year felt very personal to me, like across the board. Totally. Like sometimes you have episodes that hit you and some that are not as relatable as your story. And I know as listeners, you guys get that and we get that as well. Um, so uh, the expectancy, obviously, I, I'm not going to name that because Kayla was actually... So Mark know Kayla, knows Kayla and I very well. And Mark is a very good friend of mine. And Kayla was just in our basement. He's like, Kayla, what are you doing right now? And she's like, oh, and he's like, mm-hmm, why don't you just come do this episode with us? So that obviously was tender to me because Mark was intentionally going after my heart and Kayla's heart, which if you listen to the episode, um, won't be mm-hmm. hard to figure out. But what I want to say, as far as really what my favorite episode was, because that was like me and my work and whatever, but my favorite episode um, was Troy's episode. Because you just can't make this step up. And that is, and I feel like it is so representative of the community. And the movement that we are. Like, no, and I would, and I've said this to Troy's face and will again, like, no one's betting on that guy. Like, you listen to his story and you're like, yeah, no, yeah, no. And that's who Chris was. And that's who Jaren was. And that's who Jane and Jeremy were. And Sway and me. And like, we are just the people that you would not bet on. But hope is so real. And that was just that his story just touched my heart, what he's been through. And what's happened in his recovery and how he truly is like so solid and like really a changed man. Um, not perfect, but a changed man. Um, and that episode just totally hit home with me a lot. It reminded me of might be our favorite episode ever, but Theron's episode from years back. Which is my favorite. So everyone take a deep breath. The next question we're going to ask as we always do. Everyone knows we're really big on worship music. Um, all of the music, that's a great way to feel God's love, to feel the hope of recovery and all the things. So everyone, if you want to go ahead and name and quickly find what was your favorite worship song from this year. So Sway, no, you and I cannot choose Jira again. That was last year and we have to choose a new one this year. So that's not an option. So your favorite... (laughs) Your your favorite worship song um from this year. And we'll go ahead and change this up. So Mr. Jaron, the song yes. of the year for you. Uh
5: well, I I'm new to uh worship music in this style. So I feel like I can I can choose anything. So for me, it was lion. Elevation worship.
4: Oh, <laughs> you! Did I just steal your sway? No. no, no. <laughs> no!
5: And here's why. It, it is because uh, up until this year, uh, my, well, this year, my perspective on Christ totally flipped. And I realized this year that Christ is the lion, that he's not just the lamb, but that he is the lion And he has a roar. And that roar can come into my life to give me power over anything. And that he will come and flip tables in my life for good, right? To change me, to change my heart, to fight my battles for me. And every time I hear that, that's what I think. That's what I feel.
0: Well, uh, no one's going to one-up that. So we'll just go to the ace in the hole. (laughs) Jane, your favorite song.
7: I don't know. My favorite song, actually, I just found at Christmas time. And it's Oh, Come All You Unfaithful.
3: Ooh, that's so good if you guys haven't heard it.
0: mm. By who? By who? So people can look it up.
7: By Sovereign Grace Music.
0: Oh, Come All You Unfaithful. Unfaithful. Just
7: making sure everyone got it. Tell us why you know I, the video that goes along with it shows real people i think watching the music video of it i'm not exactly sure but you get to see their actual emotion as they are singing along with the words or reading the words and it just hit me that it's like yeah people are in pain and it just gives you hope amen
6: jason darth vader audio so it's not a worship song, but it is for me. Um, it's a, I don't know, cheesy 80s song by Moody Blues called I Know You're Out There Somewhere. Um, but for me, every time I listen to it, I just, I sob. Like I still, even now I get emotional just thinking about it because just the idea of like, I know I'll find you somehow. I know you're out there somewhere. Like searching for this something, this connection, uh, searching for this God and... um yeah, the to those who lack the courage and say it's dangerous to try, well they just don't know that love eternal will not be denied. Like that's just there's so many lines like that in there. Um and I know he's singing to a woman, but man, I just can't I can't hear that song and not not think about God. And give us the title again. I know you're out there somewhere, The Moody Blues. Nice. Nice.
0: We'll stick with the J names and wrap it up, Mr. James. Yeah, so... He kept raising his hand. He's like, I want to go. I want to go. I I want to go. go, I want (laughs) to go go, so nobody takes my song. I want to acknowledge that I saw his hand
3: and ignored
1: it. Yeah, which is typical. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) I think... So, this song actually came out in 2021, but it was in this year that um, I came to fall in love with it. And um, so much so that I actually used it to... Um, to kind of close out boot camp this uh, past March, it's "Rattle" by Elevation Worship, mm. mm-hmm. um, and you know, to for me that it was just that song of of that God can take our our long time brokenness and deadness inside and make us come alive again. He can bring and breathe life back into our souls, no matter how far gone we think we are, no matter, no matter how long I have felt and been lost, God can breathe life into me again, into all of us again.
4: Amen. Amen. Amen to that. So, you know, I, I want to just echo what was just said about that because, you know, this last year, um, has been a real big test for me and whether or not I'm going to continue to follow the path that God's put me on. Um, I've questioned a lot whether or not school, you know, doing, doing grad school is the right thing for me. Um, it's true. Whoop, and um, so so when James played that song at boot camp, that really was a powerful song for me. And um, and it, and to be honest, it's taken a toll on my marriage, right? Um, if I'm being completely honest and vulnerable. And um, so in there's another song though. It's called No Exit by Drew Beck's. Um, and it not only talks into my marriage, but also into this plan that God's put before me. And just the first two lines is I've got, I got no time to hesitate or contemplate. I won't consider no plan B. No, I'm just stuck on a, um, been about this here life and there's no exit. I don't got no regrets because God blessed it. And that's just the continual um, message that I have received from God this year is I've blessed this and they work together. So hold the course because this is plan A and there is only one plan for you. So, yeah.
0: Love it. Love it. Mr. Chris, Hulk of Hope. Yeah.
3: My, I love it when I get songs sent to me at work because I end up like bawling my eyes out while I'm sitting at work. (laughs) And one of those songs that really just got me this year was perfectly loved by Rachel Lampa. And just the lyrics alone are just so deep and so amazing. I sent it to like my entire family, sent it out to a whole bunch of people. And I'm like, you've got to listen to this song because it's so amazing. I sent it to my sister and I, just a whole bunch of different people because it's just so beautiful. And I mean, it starts out, who said you weren't beautiful and that you didn't be, belong in your own skin? Who said that you were all alone and that you're you're never going to find love again? And it just talks about God is always there to love you and always will be. And if you were to look yeah, at your life, you can see how well you are perfectly loved in every way. And I just loved every lyric that's in that song is so good awesome mr Corey emmett
2: from your bed all right so this is really awkward as a as a 80s kid i was going to choose this song from the moody blues and it's called <laughs> that's a joke
4: <laughs>
3: we, we were worried i appreciated it so um You're going to go with a wham song, aren't you?
2: (laughs) Oh, wake me up before you go. (laughs) So uh, it was a song that I kept resisting, but it's called um, Waymaker from Leland. Yeah. And there's, you know, the the main chorus in it, it it sings Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness. My God, that is who you are. And as someone who sings, um, I really try and hit the high notes on that one. And Mm -hmm. it just really speaks to my heart um, as all of those descriptors of God and my Savior are spelled out that way. So I like that one.
0: Love it. Love it. Um, so uh a truth I had a little bit of a lull James talks about sometimes you need to take a break from worship music and um not like a total abandonment but sometimes your worship music that a little bit and it all starts to sound the same so that happened for me a little bit this year which was hard because that's the first time that's ever happened to me because normally the music is so big for me all the time 24 7 And then uh, right towards the end of this year, God just dropped me this super love note. So uh, rapper host is my name around these parts. If you don't know, urban culture is a big works for me. And so I get this song out of nowhere by Transformation Worship called Eagle. And um, it is just embracing all the urban culture and the vocals, you gotta go listen to this song. The vocals are crazy. Um, But the chorus in his presence mountain up on wings, like an eagle glory heavy. So I've got to let go of my ego, God, the Holy spirit. And we go wherever he go. That is my amigo. And it just made my heart come alive again. And just reminded me of like kind of what Jaron said to wrap it all together. Like God's on the freaking move. This is real. Life with him is vibrant and in color and amazing. And, um, it just, it just brought me back. It just brought my, brought my heart back to life. So, um, any other song that someone has to name that they didn't get a name? I think Yahweh, the
3: whole album of Chris Tomlin, but their very first one is Yahweh. And I love that because Yahweh is you're breathing God's name and he goes into that in that song. And it's just, just such an awesome song. I loved
0: it awesome shout out. I also will shout out uh, a church close for the mixtape protecting my peace, but the whole thing's actually really good. So um, getting back to uh, kind of expanding where we start to kind of get into the more vulnerable part of the episode. Um, Jaron had texted me and he said, I think you need to name how much has changed this year. And I thought, you know what? I was already there. And I think it's important to name all of that. And I think the person who's being the biggest catalyst for that change should be the person to name it. So Jaron, tell us about you coming on board this year and where things are headed.
5: Oh man, I didn't realize I was throwing myself under the bus. (laughs) I, you know, uh, I, I really some, incredible things are happening with Unashamed, Unafraid. We are, the biggest change that's occurred this year is we've really kind of changed our trajectory. When I came on board, Unashamed, Unafraid was really a podcast and that's what it was. But uh, God has been pushing us in a bigger direction to have a bigger story. And really what what we are now realizing is is that unashamed, unafraid is not necessarily just a podcast. it's It's a movement. It's a ministry. Some call it a ministry. And that ministry is to change the world, really? It's to help people realize what it's like to live unashamed, to be unafraid of the gospel of Jesus Christ, to come under recovery. From their addiction and uh, unafraid to have Christ come into their life, and we uh, have grown the team. Now uh, we are twenty strong at this point. We've brought on some key uh, personnel, all of which I should mention are volunteer. None of us receive any compensation whatsoever. We do this out of the uh, uh, just out of the passion of our hearts, and. Uh, w- the podcast is just one of the vehicles that we use to, to, uh, to send out the movement, to send out the message. We've created a, a a bunch of different things. We're, we're, uh, launching a, uh, social media campaign. We're doing, uh, our Hulk of hope is heading up, uh, uh, speaking engagements. Uh, and, uh, we have, a writing team that is uh, uh, starting uh, blogs and and different writing campaigns, weekly messages. We've got lots of different vehicles that we're utilizing to spread the message and to jump into a larger story. Yeah. All very exciting
0: things. All very exciting things. And I will tell you, uh, sitting from my seat, I feel like we've spent probably the year previous, really talking about some of this happening. And I think connecting with a lot of our outsiders, that's the people who donate are part of the movement and doing that, um, to actual traction happening. Um, so I will say, um, we do not have all the numbers in front of us, um, which was intentional and we're fine with, but wanted to name, um, uh, across the board, so many things changing, which we we don't have to announce them all year, but more donations have happened, more scholarships have happened, more people are listening, more members of the team, really just across the board, really big growth. Um, And so what I want us to name as a team, as we kind of lean into this, is um, what for you in this past year has been a hard-fought you know, battle and won because we often know that growth is not necessarily a comfortable place. Um, and so what has been a growth point for you this year that now at the end of the year, you're able to have some perspective and look back and go, oh, wow, that was growth for me. That was really happening. And so a growth that has happened for you this year and we'll go ahead and start with
2: Corey. Yeah, I did a, I did some, uh, some personal work here that was about thirty-five years in the making, and uh, it's allowed me to be more present for um, my family, for myself, for you guys on the team. <clears throat> And ultimately, that leads to being more present for the way I serve on this team in facilitating the scholarships, the donations. Um, It's amazing to see the, the hearts that are impacted by the gracious outsiders that we have. So that's what's been moving for me this year.
0: And do you have any of the numbers that you want to share?
2: I'd be happy to share those numbers. Uh, this year, specifically on the donation and scholarship side, side we sent uh, 16 males to Warrior Heart Boot Bootcamp. Uh, we were able to help facilitate eight females going to the Heart of a Woman retreat. Uh, we also helped two individuals get to Hawaii as part of the Accepted Life Workshops. And um, also helping facilitate a few different therapy sessions for some individuals. So we're we're switching things up next year the way we do the scholarships. Um, getting a little more organized on on my end on our end, and look forward to just being able to serve even more people as we move forward.
0: Straight up. Miss Jane, growth for you this year.
7: Man, I was kind of wishing I hadn't jumped on this call now. <laughs> um, I'm with Corey as I did a lot of work personally and it was hard. And but coming out on the other end. It was worth it. So worth it. I, I'm i learning a whole lot more about myself And that helps me, I think, to be a better mom, a better wife, um, and just in life, general, better.
0: And I'm going to give you a do over where you share that with us in a more unashamed and afraid way.
7: What do you want from me, Steve? (laughs) (laughs) No tears. I'm trying to do no tears.
0: That would be an afraid and an ashamed way to share, sure. I promise myself I
3: wouldn't cry.
7: (laughs) It's not Monday morning. I'm trying to get away from that right now. (laughs) Oh, man. So for me, honestly, it was a lot of personal work. I got to find little Jane in Hawaii. I got to remember things that I haven't. of in years and it just made me feel seen and really loved and by making new friendships I get to show up as myself as a better person in all my relationships and that includes this podcast and this team. Love it. Thanks, Steve.
5: Love you, Jane.
7: <laughs> Go
5: ahead,
0: Jason.
6: All right. So um, growth for me was a practice in surrender um, because the more I struggled to find time, I mean, we joke about it, but the more I struggled to find time to edit episodes, the fewer we got out. And I took that on myself and it's hard for me. I, I take pride in my work and uh, I'm proud of the work that I've, the, that I've done for this podcast and the quality that, that has happened as a result. And for me to let go of that has been really hard and we have struggled as a result. And so growth for me was allowing other people into that. Um, and so we have, hired a team of audio engineers to help me edit the, the episodes now. Um, and so hired for
3: free hired for free, hired by for the free. Way.
6: yeah, that was that <laughs> had quotation marks around it. Um, and uh, just like uh, anytime you have surrender, the realization is the same and that's that it's a relief. And so I, you know, the, the looking back and the perspective now is man, what a relief that I have these people to do this for me and I'm just so, so excited for them to help me with this. I feel like, uh, I've been drowning and they've, they've grabbed me. So, um, letting go of that was, was great.
0: I love it. Sway. Ooh, I
4: don't even know where to start. Um, a lot of growth for me this year. Um, Oh, a lot of it centers around um, my own personal work in um, that in my intimate relationships in those people who I um, profess to trust the most um, that I don't uh, speak I, I hide and um, I don't speak out of the truth that's in my heart um and so um so really I've tried uh, that's that's an area that I've been growing in this year and um being more honest and more um I guess in in line with that is just also stepping into who God has called me out to be. And I mean that in that way, right? It's not just called, it's called out. Um, because for me, it's really easy and up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I had two experiences this last year where I was able to do, uh, for my, I've mentioned it, uh, my grad school work and doing residency and, um, just having some very affirming uh, experiences where, and just tender moments where God has said, "See, I told you," um, and uh, just accepting that I'm not always going to show up at a hundred percent, but to just put everything I have uh, on the line in those in those situations, and He shows up big time for me. Just more trust in Him.
0: Love it. Mr. Hulk of hope.
3: Yeah, some big changes my way. Steve has been trying to talk me into becoming a coach for a long time, and I kept saying, no, no, it's not for me. I don't want to coach anybody. Well, I went to boot camp in November last year of, of 21, and God thought differently. God was like, you need to become a coach. So I said, all right, this is something that I've got to step into. And I didn't, I shied away from it, got scared again and just had the fear of like, I'm not going to be good enough to do that. And I had a heart to heart with my wife and that was great. Led me to talk to, as you guys know, we've had Doug Nielsen on the podcast before a couple of times and I was talking to him about it and he's like, dude, you've been coaching men in recovery for like the last 12 years. What are you waiting for? And I'm all, you make a great point. So I went and got my uh, master life uh, coaching certification. So I do that now. And guys, I cannot tell you how amazing this has been for my heart. It has been absolutely beautiful and totally controlled by God in bringing the men to me that I've been able to coach and help them in their recovery. And I I was worried maybe I wouldn't have enough to say or I wouldn't say the right thing. And It has just been such a beautiful experience for me and for the men that I've been working with and helping them change their lives. And they've just said amazing things about me and what I've been able to do. But I like, seriously, this has been something that has made my heart come alive in so many ways that I never thought possible. And so, sorry, Steve, I didn't take you up on that offer earlier. And but now I am 100% not 100% coaching, but I am coaching, and it is freaking dope. I love it. Years in the making.
1: Years in the making to get him here. And all
0: I'm to say is, Chris, screw you. I always (laughs) think we have this conversation because I can say it till I'm blue in the face. I'm like his freaking wife. But anyone else says it. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, it's a great idea. (laughs) So just. I had to hear it from God finally. We're working together. It's great. I love. (laughs) Mr. James.
1: Yeah. So, I just want to say, like, well, Jane also actually didn't even name it. But, like, Jane has also stepped out and made a professional career change as well. And um, has also done the life coach thing. And she's amazing. She's killing it, too. Oh, she's amazing. Um, So... Like there's some big movement on the team here. And by the way, um, Jane did not attend Hawaii with any Unashamed Unafraid scholarship money. Just wanted to, you know, put that out there uh, because she did mention that she went. Nice clarification.
0: To name it in a bigger picture, uh, no member of the Unashamed team is ever eligible for any of our scholarships. If you're on the team, no scholarship is ever available to you in general, just while we're on the note. Back to you, James. Yeah,
1: so change for me this year. Um, I felt a lot of movement in a couple of spaces. Um, one in my own personal journey, um, I um, have gone to. I believe it was five like personal intensives this year that I uh, kind of dove into and had the opportunity to look at some of my own work, um, and found that. Um, through all of that, while difficult, I have been able to show up better for uh, my children, particularly my youngest daughter, um, and have walked away with more empathy, with more patience, with more kindness and love for her, um, recognizing that really it was work on me, right? I mean, I always knew that it wasn't like, she wasn't the problem, it was me, but I couldn't figure out what, what it was in me that was getting in the way and was able to do some really good work and get that part, get a lot of clarity and movement on that part. And that's felt like a real blessing to me because, you know, as a, as a father of four, you know, I don't ever want to feel, I think any parent can relate, you know, I I don't want to feel any, Strain in a relationship with, with one of my children. I want to feel like I can always show up with the mo- in the most Christ like way that I possibly can, and, and doing some of my work this year helped me do that. A lot of movement in the professional space for me as well. Um, being, you know, doing therapy, I uh, got a lot of traction um, really this year was so great in honing so much of of my craft and my skills. And it's been such a blessing to work with individuals and to watch them literally like change before your eyes and, and to run into them like a month later or six months later or whatever. And they're just like, they're different and it's just such a blessing to just see that happen and and be able to have an influence and just help people really get to the core of like who they really are and be able to walk with more confidence in the world out there and walk free, free of shame, free of addiction, free of, of fear. it's just such a blessing.
0: Amen to that. Oh, what's that, Jaron? You didn't get off the hook. That's good.
5: All right. I was trying. So my growth uh, came in May. In May, I was a I was a walking zombie, just dead inside. And I remember pleading with God, you know, that there needed to be more in my life. There needed to be something that was more important, something else that I needed to do because what I was doing was not being. I was just not being fulfilled. And I, I I realize now that it was God speaking to me, but at the time I didn't believe that God actually would speak to me. But uh, He said, uh, "Oh, you remember this? Uh, you remember that guy that you know? His name's Steve. Uh, some people call him the rapper host, Steve. Actually, I didn't know that's who you were at the time." But He said, "He said go to lunch with that guy." So I went to lunch with the guy, and I said, "Steve, I, I just..." I I just opened my heart to to Steve and I said I just feel dead inside, like like my heart is just asleep, like I just don't even know what what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. I've got this career and you know I, family and everything just is mundane. And he said, "You know what you need to do? You need to go to war your heart." And I said, oh, "Okay, fine. I'll do that. I'll go." When is it? Uh, thinking that this is like, all right, a planet three months down the road, and he says it's in three days. Steve, no way. There's no way. I, there's no way I can. I can do that. He says, I don't care what you have to do. Move mountains to get there. God will show up for you. And and I said, well, isn't this thing sold out? Like, how in the world am I going to get in? And Steve says, hey, I know a guy. I might be able to get you in. <laughs> <laughs> come you to, know come to find out. <laughs> he knows a couple guys. Come yeah. to find out that uh, uh, I, I found out that uh, Steve showed up to Warrior Heart and just said, hey, guys, we need to find a spot for this guy. I don't even care. I'll sleep on the floor if I need to. But this guy's coming, so we got to find a spot for him. So <laughs> luckily, it worked out. Steve slept on the floor. Well, he, on is a, that on air, an air mattress, yeah, though. He did sleep on the floor. <laughs> yes. yeah. You're welcome. It changed It changed my life. Changed my life. I discovered who God was, and I discovered that God loved me, and that God spoke to me. And that's where I met Corey, Hailed down to Arizona, uh, and uh, met a couple of other important guys in my life, all of you that are sitting here at this table and... And uh, on, on Zoom. And uh, it just changed my life, man. Uh, I've, I've, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the same. My life's not the same. So that's my growth.
1: Yeah, we so Steve and I typically say, like, there is life before boot camp, and then there is life after boot camp. Like, that has often been the experience for so many people that go up there. It's like, my life before was nothing like it is now. And the right. life
3: after boot camp and, is much better. Right. From yeah. what we've witnessed. And, right. it, can't be, over and, over and again. it can't be
5: overstated. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. And that's what Steve said. Move mountains. And, to get there. And, and move mountains to get there. I don't care what you have to do. And, and I did. And God moved those mountains once I once he knew I was Sell willing. Sell a
3: kidney, whatever.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. It changed my life.
1: It was a beautiful thing to be there and witness. It,
0: and I'll and I'll name uh, Kurt Frankum, who many know the the host of um, an executive director or whatever he is, chief of Leading Saints. Um, when he came to boot camp, it starts on a Thursday, Friday morning. He walks up to me and he's like, "I'm all in. How do we get everyone to this thing? How do we do it? And whatever." And like, "Oh, that was fast." I will have you know, it was halfway through the first day, right after a vow of silence. Jaron is right there and he's like. That's it. I'm in. I'm lit. The things. Just whatever it is. I'm doing it right now. I remember that. But it was for real. It wasn't like hype track. It was like it, it had happened. Like the 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 all of the work is just cool. It's a cool thing. Come to boot camp. If you haven't, I don't know what you're doing. You need to come. God all right, knows so, what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. So um as we wrap this episode, um, we've talked on here about warfare and different things happening. Um 2022 is an amazing year um, for so many who listened, who participated with us, who scholarship all of it. So much love. Um, Steve, are you going to walk away without naming your change? Oh my gosh, I was going to. I'm, like, glad, wait, I'm, I'm glad, you glad you brought that up. Yeah, <laughs> okay. um, yeah I think, um, so as I was thinking while everyone was talking, um, I uh, am hesitant to share because I think it makes me sound uh arrogant which if anyone actually knows me that's one of my biggest wounds um is the accusation um and actually the biggest growth for me uh this year personally um came in two places actually uh but it was kind of the same thing so uh as um we've launched accepted our um where James and I and Chris and Jane and other members of the team where we're doing, uh, the therapy and the coaching and the workshop work, um, launching that brand, um, this year, um, we actually hired someone to help us do it. So we have a director named Jessica shout out. She's super awesome. Um, and that was super hard for me. Um, because, uh, I also want to do all the things all the time and be in the trench all the time with everything, Cause then no one can call me arrogant or say that I'm not humble because I'm scrubbing the toilets and I'm in doing the dishes in the kitchen and doing all of the things. So that was really hard for me to, for us to, uh, kind of let someone come in and we actually did two people, hired two people. So shout out to Kim as well, um, who works with us. And the bigger one that was a big growth for me was, uh, handing over the, the keys to drive the car of unashamed, unafraid. And uh, it struggled as a movement initially because I was doing it all by myself, and I let Chris and James in, and then shortly thereafter CT and uh, Jason, and then Sway, and that was really hard for me to not be doing all the things. And I remember sitting with Jaron after he woke up, uh, arose from the dead like Lazarus, and uh, I'm like, "Hey, I think, I think you're supposed to run this organization, not me," and. I don't know that I have the time fully to do any capacity and to let that go. And he said, very apropos, he's like, this is like your baby. And I'm like, yep. And so, um, so don't F it up. So don't, (laughs) 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 there's still time. (laughs) Um, I would say that that was the growth for me this year is choosing to, step into a larger story so that those around me could step into a larger story when it felt feels a lot easier to just play small and, and stay at status quo. Cause you can get a lot of strokes for that. And, um, and to be frank, it has been hard and there has been some not strokes for that. So um, that has been the big personal growth for me. So thank you, Mr. James, for not letting me get off that. You're so welcome. ending the episode as as we have um in years before we actually are human beings and many of us active in our recovery trying to change our marriages our relationships our careers um and like everyone else it is not easy and life is hard and we have parts that there are days that um we don't have hope in all the things and we get a case to screw this and we have our struggles and things that take our hearts out. So as we end the episode, if we as a team and as a movement and a community were to pray for you in one sentence only, what could we pray for for you right now? So take a deep breath on that one. If you could get prayers, if you could get God's love and his grace poured into that open wound where you need it the most Mr. sway
4: thanks a <clears throat> um <laughs> love you um I think it's uh it's just mostly around um my uh my relationship with my wife um. A lot of you have probably heard our episode, you know, Rachel and her heart, um, praying for her heart and um, that we can continue to figure it out together um, and uh, that we can both continue to show up for our kids in the ways that they need. Okay, you're right. One sentence. Uh, For the hearts of my wife and my family. And myself. Yeah,
5: Mr. Jaron. To help me find the path and the strength to take unashamed and unafraid where God wants it to go. Miss Jane.
7: Man, the one word that just keeps coming to me is just endurance. Just have the strength to keep enduring.
0: Endure what?
7: It's life. You know, all things. Family, work. Church,
0: yeah. You got it. Mr. Corey.
2: I just need prayers to keep showing up for my wife, my kids, the way that I've learned to over the last few months. It's huge for them. Mr. James.
1: Uh, something that's been coming to me pretty loud and clear all year long, really, it's felt like a message from God, is to... Uh, slow down and breathe, um, and to help you also slow down and breathe, Mr. Steve. Uh, I feel like that's something that um, God is asking me slash us to do as we have our fingers in so many different, you know, organizations, you know, nonprofits, and and then our own company. And uh, there needs to be some self-care along this path for both of us.
0: Mr. Chris.
3: Um, Pray that I can be guided by God on who I can help. And that I'll be able to continue my learning journey to be able to help those individuals and pray for my son Easton with all the stuff that he's going through in his life. That's a, that's a huge piece for me. Just, just pray for him and his heart that he can be able to, to find God and find out who he truly is, who Easton truly is. Mr. Jason, we're back to you.
6: So I've been performing the heck out of this year. Um, and I feel like that's the problem. So, um, I guess pray that I can stop juggling and stop performing and just let God
0: let God take it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And how about you, Mr. Steve?
0: And for me, if you're willing to pray for me, which I would appreciate it, that I can choose true self-care and not feel selfish or not let the idea of selfishness and perfectionism taking me out of self-care that I I guess, I guess so that I can actually find real self-care. Quite the team. I hope that in listening to our episode, you get two things um, out of this and choose to join us for more episodes this year to tell your friends. Um, If you are in need of a scholarship, we want you to go to unashamed slash scholarships. You are worthy. We would love to help. If you would like to help us, Um, with the movement and become an outsider or outsiders are those who are bold, accepted, and so unashamed. Um, You are welcome to go to unashamedunafraid.com slash donate. Again, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, Invite you to join us on social media um, where you can find at unashamedunafraid. Uh, Again, give us five stars on iTunes, tell your friends. And I hope that the two things that you're able to get is one, Um, We are normal, real people, just like you, just like those around you. We're just some normal Joes, normal Janes. And um, because Janes, I was like, my name's not spelled the the boring way. It's spelled the fun way, which is true. But also that that we're totally normal, that we're just real people, um, just like you. And the other part I want you to take away is that God's hope is a hundred percent real. Your life can change. It happens in the lives of real people. The members of this team are evidence of it. I know all of them, they're normal people and their hearts have radically changed and they are living in full color and have amazing lives. So I hope you take away that that hope is also real for you and that you would join us this year. And so totally reach out to us if you have a story to share. Uh, if you have a great idea for us, just to connect for some prayer, we would love to have you reach out to all of us on the team again at social media is at unashamed, unafraid. And until we speak again, we invite you to continue to be unashamed. So to end the episode, what we wanted to do, we had mentioned that there's now 20 members of the team. And although you've heard some people speak on episodes or calls, you may not have gotten to know them. So we're going to do a lightning round, introducing each member of the team so that you know who they're, who's working on what, where they are in our organization, what they sound like, what their voice is. Of our current volunteer staff um, is, was named in the episode. No one's actually getting paid. Everyone is volunteering their time 100%, which is amazing, um, the work that everyone does when they still have a family job and all the regular things. If you don't actually know me, that would be interesting if you've listened and don't know me, but um, I'm Stephen Shields, uh, I am the host Uh, founded Unashamed and Unfree back in 2016, my own recovery, because I heard Chris Bennett, the Hulk of Hope, share his story. And I'm like, why is everyone not hearing these stories about real people who have recovered from sexually compulsive behavior and sexual addiction? And no one was doing it, so I thought I would. And that has taken me on a journey. Um, I married to Kayla, who's awesome. We are active in our recovery, um, working and changing our hearts, have seen real change and miracles happen and still seeking for more.
3: Hey guys, this is Chris, and my title is Director of Community Outreach and Events. I'm the also known as Hulk of Hope, and I'm married to Autumn. I just have loved getting into this recovery and being able to be part of this podcast and be one of the first people on this podcast and being able to jump in to help individuals find hope.
1: Hey, I'm James. I am the Chief Development Director of Unashamed Unafraid. I'm just, I have felt called to this, to the podcast, to my work, um, I, and it feels like a calling because um, God didn't give me the experiences and then the um, aftermath of the then knowledge and wisdom that was gained from that for nothing.
5: My name is Jaron, I am the executive director of Unashamed Unafraid. Just super excited to be a part of this movement and uh, excited to see what direction this, uh, that God has for, for Unashamed Unafraid. Married to my beautiful wife, Christina, and uh, two amazing kids and uh, loving life right now. Hey guys, I'm Sway. I am a media director and website administrator
4: uh, for Unashamed and Afraid. I absolutely love what we're doing with the podcast, what we're doing with the movement here, and what um, what Unashamed has done for me in my life. Um, and really, it's um, it's God's work.
2: My name is Jeremy Ellswood. I
3: am the podcast executive producer, and I'm on the team To schedule, podcast, recordings.
7: I am Jane. I am the Chief Financial Officer. I'm super excited to be on the team. Hey
2: everybody, it's Arizona Corey. I am the Director of Philanthropy for Unashamed. I'm married to my wonderful wife, Tricia. We have five kids. Uh, I love serving on the Unashamed team, being able to facilitate the different scholarships and donations that many of you outsiders so graciously and willingly give. It's a beautiful uh, work to be a part of and feel blessed to be, be called a team member.
6: Hey guys, this is Jason, uh, Darth Vader of audio. I'm the chief audio engineer. Uh, I'm married to an amazing wife, Katie, and I got three kids. And uh, Unashamed Unafraid has taken my life in a direction that I never would have anticipated. This is God's podcast. My name is Smith Alley, and I am a
0: Unashamed Unafraid audio engineer. And one of the biggest reasons why I decided to join the Unashamed Unafraid team is because especially this year, I I feel like I've been rescued. One of my favorite songs uh, by Lauren Daigle says that God will send out an army to rescue. And I feel like that's happened to me this year. And so I wanna help spread the reach and and allow more people to feel that way, allow more people to feel rescued.
3: My name is DJ Stringham. I'm on the podcast audio editing team. I joined Unashamed Unafraid, because this podcast brought me hope when I was sure there was none. I am very passionate about sexual addiction recovery, and I saw this as an opportunity to step into the larger story which God is writing for my life. I am so grateful to be a part of this amazing community.
2: My name's Jared Ellswood, and I'm on the audio team. The reason that I'm on the team is because this podcast has made a big difference in my life, and I wanted to help it grow. Hey, I'm
7: Cassie Hulse. I'm the director of social media and a sound engineer. I love helping people, especially women, know that they are not alone in addiction recovery and that there is a wonderful life to be had even as we recover from addiction. I'm Caitlin, I'm on the social media team. I'm so grateful to be a part of the Unashamed Unafraid crew. I love all the messages shared and the inspiring stories. I've seen it change the lives of those around me as well as my own and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And I can't wait for this next year and everything we have in store.
3: Hey, my name is Abe Pollard. I am on the social media team for Unashamed Unafraid. I am super glad to be part of the team. Uh, I think that the mission of what Unashamed Unafraid is doing
2: is phenomenal and just super excited to be part of that. Hey, y'all, this is CT, the writing director for Unashamed Unafraid. And quite honestly, I am super excited about being on uh, Unashamed because it just makes my heart come alive. Because, as many of you may know, my name is Lionheart uh, among the team. And uh, I just am so thankful to be a part of something bigger than myself. And uh, love y'all. Bye.
0: Hi,
1: my name is Pete, and I'm on the writing team. I find through writing to others that I'm able to help them find God and see God in their day-to-day life, as it also helps me remember who he is in my life and the love notes he sends. Hi, I'm Ty Garrett. I'm
2: on the Unashamed, Unafraid writing team because I long to fight fear and shame as a in addiction. And what better team to fight with? Hey guys, I'm Seth.
7: And I'm Nicole, and we're from Idaho.
2: We're also part of the writing team.
7: And I just joined the social media team.
2: I'm super grateful to be a part of Unashamed, Unafraid, an organization that has meant so much to me and my own recovery, and quite possibly helped save my life.
5: One thing unique about us is that we were the first
7: outsiders.
2: We just want everyone to know that there's always hope and to never give up, because you're worth it.